0: Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? My name is Cams, and you are listening to the podcast called Empty Out the Clip, the show about all things movies, sports, TV, and music. We are part of the West West Network. Check us out on our website, westwestnet.com. There, you will find a list of all our podcasts, all 13 of our podcasts. And look us up on our social media pages Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, the West, West network. Okay, today on the Empty Out the Clip podcast I have two guests. One is from Pukukoi, Ash Stunnenberg. Now he came on last episode, we talked about the NBA playoffs and his favorite team the LA Lakers. So he comes back on and we talk about we go back to his predictions that he he sorta of got wrong, so he got so he, he wanted to come back and um just redeem himself on those predictions so yeah, we talk about that. By the way, this... I had Ash on before the Grizzlies-Warriors game uh, yesterday. And then after after that, I get one of the brothers on who are... He is the host of the Success Recipe podcast, Adam Tafel. So he comes on and we talk more about NBA. He is a Boston Celtics fan. So we, we get on it and we talk about the Warriors-Grizzlies games, which, which just happened. So, yep, this show is an NBA show. If you're into NBA, keep listening. And yeah, enjoy. Let's go.
1: Four, three, two, one. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip.
0: Oh, brah. Okay. Alright. Welcome, everybody, to another action packed episode of Empty Out the Clip. (laughs) i'm about to empty out the clip oh my guest over here is about to empty out this clip oh, on his yeah. uh on his some of his his predictions he made last episode so i know you guys are wondering why another episode so quickly well i could say this is probably an emergency episode because <laughs> straight away my man over here ash's predictions failed at least for the east so yeah. it's good to have the brother on again to um explain himself
2: yeah it was quite a fail a lot man Nah, look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Some of those games didn't go exactly as I thought they might have gone. But uh, look, Charlotte bombed out. Um, didn't really come through too much. Um, that's pretty much it in, in, in the East that, that I screw up on. But I'll start from the top. First off, um, I, I screwed up, I, I fudged a couple of these. Uh, my stats in the last uh, podcast. I said something about LeBron's uh, assist average being higher this year than it was last year. That was wrong. It was actually the team. So, uh, just sorry about that. Just, just want to correct that shit. Um, but yeah, as a team though, we're gonna we're actually got more assists this year than last, and that's without LeBron playing the full season. Anyhow, just get that out of the way. All right, so back to where we were. Just a quick um, rundown of the game so far. Uh, we had the Pacers blow out the Hornets in the first game. Uh, who is it? Uh, Sabonis. It, he he. He's the man, y'all. Like he's he's better than his dad in my opinion. I don't know if anybody remembers uh his dad. Yeah, no. Nah, so Sabonis, uh, he's been balling out, man. Him and Brogdon, um they got Brogdon back just in time. Uh he's been balling out. Uh unfortunately for the the Hornets, uh, it was a little bit uh, too little, too late. LaMelo started doing some stuff in the third quarter, but that's all they pretty much got. That and a couple nice dunks from Bridges. Um at the end of the day, Charlotte had they, had, they didn't have enough defense to slow down uh, the Hornets they're scoring about 40 points a quarter it's crazy um then you had the celtics and the wizards uh i originally had the wizards winning that one well lo and behold it was uh jason Tatum goes and drops a 50 piece on their head um he only had 15 in the first half but then he smacked them out in the, in the third quarter with 23 points um Beal and westbrook did their thing but it wasn't enough um I was surprised Ish Smith actually got some of his. He had 17 points in that game. It was, he had a decent run. But uh, Bertrand's there, I mean, that guy got paid out last year. I don't know if you remember, but he shot 0 for 7 on his three-point range. I mean, the dude he doesn't look like a basketball player. You know, just big, tall-ass, spot-liney dude. And what's he supposed to do? Shoot threes and maybe get a rebound? He did nothing, man. So they're not going to do anything if he can't do what he's supposed to do. Um, Grizzlies, they nutted out a hard-fought game there. Looked like it was gonna be a blowout in the first quarter. Um, Then the Spurs slowly got their way back. Managed. They even got their. um, They got back. Came back and got the lead. A couple minutes left in the game, but um, unfortunately, Spurs made it. uh, Didn't make it. That's the second time in Pop's uh, career that he hasn't made the playoffs, and it's the first time in San Antonio Spurs history where they've missed the playoffs two years in a row. So. Who knows? Maybe it's lottery time for them next year. Um, <laughs> but with Pop, you're never gonna concede that. You know what I mean? So who knows? Because I, I actually watched that game during
0: my lunch break at work. So I went down to South Pizza because they you know yeah, South Pizza. They always have the the yeah, games right. on the ESPN yeah, we were talking, on TV.
2: We were talking when you was watching. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: man, yeah, man. And it was a close game. And I was thinking, shit, man, because I saw I saw Pop there. You know, walking up and down court with his long white hair.
2: Well, I don't know about that look, man. That's like... <laughs> he looks like the bad dude. He looks like the bad guy from Mad Max. Because, you know, he's got even a mask and shit. <laughs> All he needs is, like, fucking Tim Duncan to be on the front with a guitar, you know, with some flames and shit. Yeah,
0: well, I was thinking, because I was watching the game, I was so close. You know, I know. Because I'm, I'm a guy that I always loved the under, underdog. And I always, yeah, I always think, like, you know, the, the young guys coming up. They're the ones that's gonna take over the old guys so you know no, I, 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 I don't have much love for the old guys but um i did at that time when i was at sounds pizza watching i kind of felt sorry for uh spurs I, you know I, I wanted them to win and when i, I remember i remember messaging you about it and you came back to me and said now nah, fuck pop man fuck those spurs man <laughs> guy, oh yeah that's right okay oh I'll, hey, okay hey. <laughs> you sort of changed well, well, my mind you I changed can't... my
2: mind man <laughs> yeah, man. It was a fuck pop, man. Dude, it, you know, it, it's like watching the Crusaders, man. You know, you just like, come on, man. Really? You guys going to keep winning, man? I mean, it, it, fortunately for us, the Spurs don't win the whole damn thing every year. You know, with the Crusaders, they just win the whole damn thing. But, you know, look, I'm, it's it's about time that, you know, they take a step back and start losing and... I, I can't stand the Spurs, man. No, nah, nah, that, but, but, uh, that was nah. actually hey,
0: but one be. of my one of my favorite games out of the, all those four games that were in the play That game and the and the Lakers game were my favorite games. Those were real competitive, competitive games. Yeah, yeah man. man.
2: Well, going to the Lakers game, I was going to go there after this, but we might as well go there next, seeing as that's a, sort of the proper segue, seeing as you brought it up. Um, look, man, I'm not even going to lie. Look, uh, that first half the defense that uh, Toscano and Wiggins was playing on braun and the defense that Dre was playing on ad was suffocating man we I, I this is me being a homer again. I actually wasn't really worried at any point in that game that we were gonna lose like in most NBA games today if you're within 10 oh, say like within 10 points with two minutes left there's still a chance. Do you know what I mean? So for it to have been as close as it was down to sort of tail end of the game, I still wasn't really that worried. 13 points at halftime doesn't bother me much. But with all that aside, I mean, the first half, the Warriors are killing it, man. We couldn't get shit going. Uh, Their defense is the reason why we couldn't get shit going. Uh, LeBron and um, AD just were playing real passive. It was just, it just didn't have, they didn't have much of a flow. As much as I could say, oh, you guys are playing weak you got to give credit to the Warriors' defense, man. Their defense stood up, and they, they popped in nine threes in the first half between Toscano, Mulder, Steph, Baysmore, and Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins had an awesome game, man. What do you get, like 20-something points? Um, Steph got his 37. Like I said, we win if we hold uh, Curry to 35 points. So it's a bit closer than we wanted, but we got, he had 37. Um, one of the things uh, that kept us in the game, though, uh, the, my legs, was, was Caruso um homie finished with 14 points three rebounds two assists three steals and a block and he had 12 of those points in the first half without without caruso shit it could have been a 20 point lead at the half for, for the warriors but one thing that people i don't hear enough out you know on sports talk and all that is no one gives enough credit to the coaching staff of the lakers um throughout the playoffs last year and throughout the season you'll always see where they struggle in the first half of any game or maybe loot drop a game in a series they come back. It's that. It's, it's that halftime adjustment or the adjustment between games, where it, that coaching staff they they figure it out and they fix it. Happened in this game. Third quarter, Lakers came out, just told told the Warriors, "What's up, man? We're not gonna roll over. This is our house." Even though I don't know who. For those of you that watched, it sounded like it could have been Golden State's house because there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of Warriors fans there. But um, yeah. Look, we ended up getting the first our first lead of the game at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Golden State didn't go away. They came back. They, they managed to get back the lead, even though we had we were out at two, between four and five and six points, sort of through the middle of the fourth. Near the end of the game, Golden State came back, got the lead right near the end. And at the end of the day, AD finally manned up. Um, look, dude at 25 points. He, he seemed weak in the first half. He finished with 25. He only had five in the first. 20, uh, 20 in the second. LeBron finished with a triple-double, which not a lot of people even talk about. But, you know, it, look. LeBron, that three at the end of the game People talk shit, Stephen A. Smith want to say Oh, it was lucky, bullshit He squared up, he f- threw that thing Like we see him shoot it a hundred times And he made the three, simple as that Curry was throwing some crazy shit like he always does um, At the end of the day If we didn't win it in regulation, I thought we had it in overtime But I'm glad we didn't have to go with that um, And yeah, nah I mean, yeah how you? What did you think, man, about that 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 Lakers Warriors game?
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you with the, the on the on the defensive end in terms of how the the Lakers won the game because they had to adjust when they had a short on Curry and, and, and Curry was scoring on them, so they made the adjustment where they put back Caruso on plus Wesley Matthews because he was another guy on the defensive end
2: helped this team. Dicky had like a plus 20 or something crazy like that. He had a crazy stat and, and exactly what you said. West Matthews and Uso were able to put the clamps down on Steph a little bit. I mean, you can't really shut him down fully, but you know, it is what it is. There was a stat I forgot to mention um that was actually didn't even hold up in this game. Um but over the last 10 games Curry played in Staples Center, he had been shooting he's averaging 22% from 3. Um he ended up knocking down 6 to 7 in the end. But I mean, it was when Schroeder was on. I mean, we're a little bit worried here with Schroeder because he's not looking himself just yet. But he was in that whole COVID um, protocol thing. He, he was out for two weeks. So maybe he's still getting his legs on him, hopefully. But I was really surprised at the Warriors, man. They had some, some, some guys, some no name guys that I just, that you don't, you know, your average NBA fan wouldn't even know who the hell they are. Like Mulder, Toscano. Um, hell, Wiggins playing better than. Than he well than he has been um overall and during the season so yeah I felt like oh. I
0: felt like um Andrew Wiggins he was the key for the Warriors he had to step up and he sort of did he was second highest scorer he had twenty one points yeah. on fifty five percent field goal percentage but the last five minutes of the game he did not score once he stopped yeah. at twenty one and that was when he got fouled and he got the shot for and one but he missed yeah, he that he missed one. that free throw and that was five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And he didn't score at all after that So he, he's a key he, He's a scorer And I think what they say about him He had a lot of potential But he hasn't met um, his potential yet I mean, they, they talk about him being in at um, Minnesota And they probably didn't give him that kind of um, uh, nurture To, to get yeah. to where he wanted to be So hopefully he does that in, in the Warriors But he need, he was aggressive in the first quarter Like you mentioned And he just needed to um, t- to carry that on
2: but see that, and, and also the defense, uh, the Lakers' defense, this game, when you've got AD playing at the four, you know, they're going top heavy, they're going big heavy, and and, and the Warriors generally are playing small, um, smaller. So, when you saw when AD slid to the five in the second half, then that's when shit started to work for us, um, offensively as, as well as defensively, because you saw right at the end of the game, they tried to get the ball into Steph, to, you know, to try to tie the game, and AD was all up on him, and then he had that block, and then they had that dunk, so... I mean hopefully for us it's it's good going forward hit that hit that uh Phoenix series uh hit the ground running. And also for the Warriors, man. I mean, look, I, that's the kind of loss that you walk away and think shit, we could have won that game. You know what I mean? But um I that Warriors today when they play when they play um God, who was it, Memphis, that's going to be their key is to to come out and play that D that they were playing against the Lakers. I mean, Where's my stats over here? Look in the in the in the three games that that the Warriors and Memphis played this year, um, the, the Grizzlies only won one game. Um, but mind you, the first two games they played, Curry wasn't even in there. There were some pretty tight games. I mean, tight in the sense that it's not none of them were really a blowout. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how that game goes because you you watched that uh, Memphis San Antonio game and you saw how they 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 had a rolling, man. Um, John Morant near the end, you know. Uh, you had Tunis stiffening up in the middle. Memphis looked good. Um, they looked definitely the better team on the day against San Antonio. Uh, it's just if the key for Golden State is for everybody else to score, you know Steph's going to get his 30-plus. Um, they just got to make sure that those other guys make those threes. Bazemore was hitting his threes against us. Um, and and f- f- the key for Memphis, if they want to win this game – and I think that's where we screw up, where the Lakers screw up, and that's why it was such a close game. Is they can't be just doubling Steph all day. Let Steph get his forty, and just make sure that nobody else gets twenty. You know, gets twenty points, because you're never gonna Steph won't score eighty points in the game. Well, say that and watch him do it. No, but you know what I mean. I think I think you're right. We mentioned about the
0: um, other sort of like the role players and the and the Grizzlies. They need to step up. We know Valanciunas. He he's he's, he's balling right now, and he's a scorer. He needs to do better than Draymond Green. Like he, need, oh, yeah, he needs definitely. to get down in the post and just work Draymond Green all game, you know? And John Ran as well. He needs
2: to he needs, he needs to do what he's been doing all year. That's right. If, if they can get under the Warriors' skin, get under uh, get under Dre's skin, get him a little bit pissed off, let him get a tick or whatever, you know, that th- they might have a chance. But to be honest, if Dre plays that, if he plays the way he played against us um, and he brings that old school D back, i i i've what what have i got here i got golden state winning 115 102 today so we'll see i mean personally i like i've got a soft spot for the warriors always have um so who knows look uh wiggins dropped 40 piece on memphis in their first game so yeah so it's 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 if and he's he played well in the late last game against us so he's got that confidence um And that's that shitload. I I, I wanted to mention that as well. Is that going in? I, I I personally feel that all these teams in the playing tournament have got some sort of momentum. That these other teams that are just hanging around waiting for the playoffs to start, they've got something on them. You know what I mean? And traditionally, you have your eighth and your seventh seed, or you know, sort of shittier teams, and get swept. You know, in the first round. This year, the the seventh and eighth teams, they're not they're not garbage. You know, these teams can do some can do some damage. So. I think we're all every all all NBA fans are in for a treat this year. This is gonna be one hell of a playoffs. I mean, it's a lot closer than um than 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 we might think. Um, I've, I've got a question for you. Like, if assuming that Warriors win today, they play um,
0: Utah Jazz. Those two series are gonna be man first up series for Utah, the number one and two Utah and Phoenix. Man, that's that's
2: that's hot, man. That's this hot. <laughs> this could be the first time in NBA history where you have the number one, two, number one and two seed fall out in the first in the first round. Because, like I said, I mean, they if Golden State put a smack on Memphis, or even just get their offense rolling and the defense really suck. Because remember, uh, Golden State people forget they've still got a solid D. I think they're fourth or fifth D in the league at the moment. Um, you got a top 10 defense and don't
0: forget that one and two is at a week long rest so that could be advantage or disadvantage I mean exactly I mean LA and, and if Warriors make it Warriors are going to come in like match ready man they've been through the wars you know Go going in so they've had all those games to practice and I think well, yeah, going back to the the, the Lakers uh, Warriors game like Everyone knows that they had a, the legacy had a shitty first half, but it was good for them in terms of developing that chemistry again. Because you know, like we said last episode, they never had a full season where they had all all their guys there. You probably could see that they were rusty, and you saw it. And it was good that they came back in the second half because that just showed how they could come back and just um, get used to each other again, and then
2: come together in the end. Yeah, man. No, Hart, you're absolutely right. It was, and, and it was key. I mean, I've seen a lot of chatter about the refs and all that. Dude, yes, the refs in the second half might not. They We probably got a few calls go our way, but i tell you what, man. The first half, our guys were getting hacked as shit, and we weren't getting any calls. So, look, it is – the refs – and I'm the first to start blaming the refs when I watch a game anyway. So it's sort of hypocritical for me to say this. But, it, it, you know, that game, it was a hard-fought game in the end. Better team, the better the two teams on the day one. You got LeBron, he's ridiculous. That three hit, he did it. He he saw, I saw three rims and I ain't for the middle one. Like dude, he, that that call, all right. Just because I know that every people been talking about it and shit. I don't think it was a flagrant, but it was definitely a foul because he didn't go straight up. His hands were out in front of him, but the way the flagrant's been called this year. A lot of guys are getting flagrant, getting flagrants called for like these bullshit ticky tack fouls where they hit somebody in the head by accident. So, so my my,
0: that, interp- that's... my interpretation of that that call was that because Draymond Green didn't actually like thrust his hands into LeBron's head, it wasn't a flagrant that way. No, you're right. And LeBron just went into momentum; his head went into his hands rather than the other way around.
2: But it, but see, that's the other thing, though, right? Is if you have your hand straight up, that's the only time. That the defender has that going for him. Where if I ran my head into somebody's hands like that, yeah, that's not on them. But as soon as you're out of position and your hands are forward, it's up to the defender to move themselves to allow for your offensive player that space. Which is why it it was a foul and because it hit him in the face. It's, I mean, I've, It's, it's such a great area now. You, you see all these bullshit flagrant fouls, tech, technical fouls. You're like, come on, man, what the hell can we do and can't we do? That's and that that's the only argument I I, I, I had for flagrant. I don't think it should have been flagrant. Personally, I'm old school, man. No blood, no foul. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? But if you ever see me play, that's I'm the first one to get fouled out in any game, usually. Uh, <laughs> but and <laughs> and of course, but, but,
0: there was all those memes after the game about LeBron acting again. And I saw CJ McCollum's um, tweet. He with win the Oscar or something like that. Or the greatest actor yeah, oh, of all yeah. time. Was-
2: <laughs> it's up and, and look, he has. He, he's had heaps of times. And, and I'm not even going to front. He's done it, man. You, you see him. He's rolling on the floor and shit. Like, dude, come on, <laughs> man. We're not playing soccer, <laughs> dog. Get off your ass. But at the same time, it happens in, in all the games. You know, somebody just gets a little... Psh, ah, you you want to play for... You want to put it on as hard as you can for the rest. Because these, these dumbass refs... As soon as somebody's hurt, they're like, ah, 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 stop! We're gonna have a look at that. Whereas if you don't go down and roll around, they'll just call a number phone and let the game keep rolling. And we've seen it in so many games this year, not just our games. I mean, just across the board, NBA.
0: Yeah, I think because you never see uh, Stephen Adams doing that, and I think I know why. you know why he doesn't do that? Because he's he's Polynesian. And, yeah, uh, and if, <laughs> if you're Polynesian and you go down or something like that, you're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble from um,
2: the refs. You'll get in trouble from your family back home, man. Yeah, harden up, like sitter man, man up, Boos. Well, it's like two of the hardest players. I won't say the third because I don't. You know, I'm not really gonna speak on Jabari Parker. You know, he's he's had his moments. But James Johnson and Steven Adams, those are two polys and two two of the most pop, like probably the two best polys in the NBA. And they're hard as nails, those guys. You know what I mean? And it goes back to what you just said. We're not gonna fall over. Hell nah, just for a foul. Shit, we suck at free throws anyway. Now, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, (laughs) No, but real quick, man, just so we can uh, run through this real quick. Um, So in the playoffs, so we got? First round on the East. uh, Tomorrow's games. We got Milwaukee-Miami. That's our first game straight up. Uh, Milwaukee won the season series 2-1, and they pretty much blew Miami out in two of those games. Miami managed to pinch one. Again, I think Milwaukee's still going to take that, but it'll be interesting nonetheless. Um, see how they come out firing. Um, then you got Dallas and the Clippers. Um, who we got? Oh, the Dallas actually won that series two uh, one. And if it, if last year's series was anything to tell, this is going to be another tight, uh, close fought um, series. Uh, my original prediction was the Clippers winning. It's still the Clippers winning, unfortunately. But don't get me wrong, I would love. In fact, I'll probably put money on Dallas to win it, uh, win that series just for the hell of it just so I can shit on my cousins that are going for the Clippers um, Boston by the way I got I got a few messages on that last podcast because I put one of my I put a cousin on blast yeah. and they're like oh shit is that why Pocky turned into a Clipper fan we're like yeah man <laughs> he's like I remember man he was a, he was a Laker fan we were, we were kids man I always wonder what happened <laughs> yeah nah tell him man there's always one huh now um, <laughs> you got Boston and Brooklyn Um, tomorrow afternoon uh, who is it now? Brooklyn, they swept the series, but you just never know. I, I don't know this Boston team not having Jason. Uh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Jalen Brown is going to be a big loss for them. But the way Kemba Walker and Tatum were balling out in that last game, and they've got some defense that they can play. They got Williams. They got Tristan Thompson. They got guys who actually play some D. They got Marcus Smart. Uh, another um, he was the runner up for the Oscars this year uh, to to LeBron. <laughs> My oh, man, smart be flopping all the time, but look, that 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 would be key for Boston if they want to stay competitive in that series. They need to play some D. Um, they need to shore it up on the defensive end, and maybe throw a few hard fouls in the beginning of the game. Game one, start it off, man. Lay Kyrie out. Lay Harden out. Lay KD out. Lay them all out. Let them know that they're here to play and they're not messing around. Look, me a Laker fan talking about Boston like this, you know? It, it I actually, yeah. I'd, I'd rather see Personally uh, My goal Finals matchup Would be us in Boston be- Because I should pick that
0: At the beginning of the season I
2: picked the well, Boston LA final That's right Because you're going to have Both teams Going for the 18th banner Which you, Then you'll have The one winner Do you know what I mean? But, but that was before um, Brooklyn did what they did Oh yeah, nah. When they were in Brooklyn, did what they did. I was like, dude, give me Brooklyn. I want Brooklyn just so we can shit all over them. And do you know what? It'll be like the Clippers last year. They talk all that shit. We the king of L.A. Oh, there's a new king of town. This is ours. What you can't even make us meet us in the Western Conference Finals, and people want to talk shit. But like, oh, we were lucky that the Clippers didn't make it. But dude, the Clippers need to get their asses there first. Which is like this: Is boss uh, Brooklyn need to get their asses to the finals for me to be, for me to see my Lakers punch them in the mouth? But I actually don't think they're gonna make it anyway. So if they can survive this series, then you know, like we said before, they get um, oh god, who do they play next up? I can't remember. Anyways, the next the, the next game after that in the afternoon, the last game tomorrow is Denver and Portland. Uh, now your boys they they lost the season series two one. But they were all tight ass games, and the one game that was a blowout was when you guys beat them, and that was the most recent game. So I think, with that being said, Portland sort of on a roll at the end of the season. Denver coming limping into the game without Jamal Mur- uh, Jamal Murray, Jokic. What he's, he's our MVP. Um, it'll be a it, be good game, man. It, that's that's the kind of that's the kind of series where I think the first game will dictate the rest of the series. Um. But, you know, we'll see. Then we got Monday, our Monday, there's Sunday over the uh, on the state side. We got Philly and Washington. Now, for all of us that don't remember, you got that Russ Russ uh, Westbrook versus Embiid beef or the beef at. It's gonna be fun. I was I was thinking that it was gonna be Boston Philly, but instead we're giving even a better matchup. Because what I thought I wanted to see KD and Harden going against Westbrook. Dude, Westbrook versus Embiid's even better, man, because they talk so much shit to them. <laughs> so it, it's going to be fireworks first thing in the morning Monday for us. Um, I'm
0: actually concerned about the the Wizards because they had a blowout. They blew out the um, Pacers. And I don't think that was good for them coming into the 76ers game, you know?
2: A little bit too much confidence. Yeah, or, you know, just not that. Haven't got that match uh, sort of hardened, you know you want a hard victory, sort of like how the Lakers had,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what yeah. You're
0: saying. So,
2: so I think probably what they'll be happy
0: about is that this is a seven game series. You know, they've yeah. got time to figure it out, but uh, we'll see.
2: Well, they've got a massive problem because who the hell in Washington is going to slow down Embiid? Embiid, if if Embiid puts on his his shack face in the morning and just decides I'm going to work in the key. Fuck shooting threes. Fuck these little ugly fader, uh, fadeaways. Dude, get your ass in the key and just feed the man. Just let him beast on him. You know what I mean? If he can do that, Washington don't have a chance. He, Westbrook can have four triple doubles. He can have a 20-20-20 game for all... Doesn't doesn't mean shit. Because unless you can stop that big man down low, they're going to have to throw everybody out. You're going to have Alex Lynn out there. You're going to have uh, Wagner out there. You're going to have... Uh, who else you got? um, uh, Lopez... You know, Ish Smith's gonna have to ball ball up, but people people forget this Philly team is built defense. That it's a defensively minded built team because you got Dwight coming off the bench. Uh, Nah, it'll be. I I reckon it'll be a fun series to watch. Might not be super competitive, but um, who knows? Bring out the brooms! I think
0: the Seven Sixes will bring out the brooms. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I I think so too. Similar to this next uh, series, I'm gonna be talking about. So you got Lakers (laughs) and Phoenix. (laughs) no i don't i I don't think it'll be a sweep i think it'll be a gentleman's sweep uh they might pick one whether it's game one or game two i don't think we'll drop a game at home we'll still maybe the first one of the first two games um we 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 actually lost the season series um but we we whipped that ass in the last game with a full with a full phoenix squad and that was us playing without shorter coos and Braun. um like I said that first game we might drop the first or second game but once we get to rolling um in bronze you can see bron actually being bron through a whole game then yeah I don't think phoenix don't have an answer um i i think our defense or our our backcourt defense uh between Caruso Shooter and um Wesley Matthews and just by committee in general, they'll be able to slow down CP3 and uh, Booker enough to the point where we should be able to win each game by roughly say around ten to twelve points. Um, then you got Atlanta and New York. After that, uh, New York won the see they swept the season um, series there. I don't see it anything anything really changing. Atlanta could sneak a game or two, but um, yeah, still got New York winning that series. And then the last the last series to figure out is whoever wins today. Um, I got Golden State winning that. So Golden State Utah, we already spoke on that. If 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 Draymond if if they get there and Draymond's able to do against uh Gobert what he did to AD and just annoy the hell out of him, get him into foul trouble. Yeah, um Golden State can make that a series. So, uh my predictions <laughs> The only predictions that changed, uh, I had a seven game series in Bo- Brooklyn and Washington previously, but it's going to be Brooklyn and Boston. I got Brooklyn taking that in six, and I got Philly beating Washington in six, which still leaves us with the same finals. So we haven't changed anything in the end. One thing I do want to mention, I forgot to mention in the last podcast, uh, was that my legs sitting in the seventh seed in NBA history. The lowest seeded team to win an NBA championship was a 96 or sorry, 95, 95 Rockets in the sixth seed. So, never have you seen a team lower than the sixth seed win an NBA champ, uh, title. So, it's, it's tall. Uh, it'll be they'll, they'll make history if they do it. Uh, but I just thought that was worth mentioning just because this is sort of one of those years where you see teams seated a little bit lower. Having a bit more of a chance than in previous years. I mean, I think it drops off. It's, there was one four seed. It was the six nine Celtics, and before that, it was only numbers one, twos, and three seeds that won the NBA title every year. Yeah,
0: I remember that. Um, here's the Rockets team. That was when the um they got their Monica clutch City. Yeah, and that was a big shot, Bob, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the New York Knicks make it to the finals, but lost. But they were eight seed one year, one one
2: season. They, I think there was the a seventh seed. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they, they may have been eight. I, I actually I don't have that in front of me. That was but, when um, Allen Houston was there. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> and, and John Starks and um, who else they had? That was a badass team. They had uh, Kurt Thomas, Marcus Camby. Kurt Thomas, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Larry Johnson, Sprewell. And they made they made it all the way to the finals, but they lost. That's right. And that was the that was one of Jordan's years off when he went to play baseball, wasn't it? That was
0: when the Knicks lost to uh, Pacers. Oh, sorry, in the conference finals. Yeah, yeah. You're
2: saying, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah, that that that, that that was a fun Knicks team, huh? With, with Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma, and all that, nah. So that, nah, that that and, and and again, we spoke about it the other day. Um, you know, having the Knicks back in the playoffs, when the Knicks are in the playoffs, it's it's good for basketball. You know, Madison Square Garden, every every player, it's their dream to go and play over there. Um, so it'd be good to see what um it'd be good to see uh, Julius Randle, um, see what they can do. Him and Derrick Rose, hopefully make make it to the second round at least. First time in, in ages that they made it to the playoffs. Get to the second round. God, it'll be like a championship for those guys. Sweet man. Not all good, brother. Well, <laughs> sorry, this it felt a bit rushed. I'm stuck for time, but um, but no, I'm, I'm glad we're able to get this in Yeah, man. Nah,
0: um, it's good that we did this episode in between because it was such a short um, tournament. It was a one week tournament, if you think about it. So it's good that we we got the the front end of it and now the back end of it. So I appreciate you, Ash, for coming on.
2: No, that's all good because if you didn't catch me now, you would have caught me in about four hours' time. I would have been half pissed <laughs> sitting in my truck on my phone trying to do this do this thing. We would have managed to get the results of the Memphis Warriors game, but I would have been like... Eh. So, no, nah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm glad uh, we were able to sit down and do this this morning, man. And I'm uh, looking forward to it. We should do another one before um, round two. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Okay, it's 11.55. Uh, the Grizzlies' worst
0: game on in an hour, hour's time. So, I'll, I'll, I'll be checking that out. And give me some
2: ends on that. Yeah, man. I'm going to be over at Holy Hops over in um, (laughs) Kingsland watching it on the big screen. Fuck, they better have a screen, if not, I'll be watching it on my phone. But yeah. (laughs) But nah, man, it was nice talking to you, man. Thanks for having me again, Cam. No worries, man. Sweet ass. Have a good day. Have a good time. Oh, good. Hey, hey, and by the way, go to Warriors Zeus. We won last night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I'm talking about NRL Warriors. By the way, uh, ah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, fuck yeah, and and go to Blues tonight. <laughs> Sweet, armoso, right? Fuck, right. cheers, All
0: right, now I got Adam Tafao with me today. Talking about, we just watched the man. To me, I just watched the most amazing game so far in these uh, playing NBA tournaments. How about you, man? Because man, I was, I was on the edge of the, of my seat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good one i mean it was up there with obviously lakers warriors i mean that i mean i think a lot of them have been pretty good they lived up uh to expectation and um you know for people who who have sort of you know doubts about the play-ins um you know you just get to see opportunities like this so yeah it's been i mean never potentially would have seen the lakers face up against the warriors this year in a playoff if it wasn't for the play-ins first so yeah uh, i've been enjoying them
0: yeah, so what we're talking about we're talking about the game just just finished now. It was the Golden State Warriors up against the Memphis Grizzlies. Now the winner would advance to the the, the playoffs, which start tomorrow, mm-hmm. and face the Utah Jazz. So 112 Golden State, 117 Ma- Memphis Grizzlies. It was an upset. I think it was an upset. I wouldn't call it an upset, but yeah, M- Memphis Grizzlies they pulled it off in overtime, and now they're in the playoffs. Um, John Morant's first time in the, in the playoffs. Man, he was he was a superstar in that game
1: yeah he's definitely uh it's definitely a a new era in the nba for a lot of young young players um this season but yeah john Morant he's he's definitely gonna be a a handful um coming into his stride and yeah really put his um put a stamp on that game um potentially on the you know history they may be in the underdogs but nah they they deserve to win they played hard and uh yeah they they beat a good warriors outfit
0: yeah they did play hard and they played hard from the start i mean they they got onto uh, like a good sort of good lead, and they sort of maintained it until the end of the third quarter. Um, Warriors came back under under Steph Curry. Now, man, when, when when I thought about it, Steph Curry had no help at all from his team. You know, he was he was doing it all alone. It looked like I mean, after the LA game, losing to LA by the narrow narrowest of margins. You you know some of his some of his teammates had good games, but. Probably not enough, and I've thought that they would be better today. I'm talking about um, Andrew Wiggins for one. Um, The Jermaine Green. I I think Jermaine Green just does what he does, but just just not quite enough there.
1: Mm. Yeah, they've they've got a good uh, young base. You know, when Clay comes back, you know, they might have a a stronger second unit bench team who who are more hungry to try and earn that starting spot. But yeah, Wiggins probably came up short today. you know whether it's the hangover of probably playing their best game of the season against the Lakers, but um, yeah, I mean Steph did all he could on on attack, and Draymond did what he could and um, the other bits, but some of the younger guys kind of didn't step up today.
0: There was some drama in the um, end of the fourth quarter. Like uh, man, I was I was all on the um, the Grizzlies bus on this game, and man, there was one particular play that foul call on Jordan Poole when he pulled up for a three and and sort of stuck his leg out. Tripped up uh, whoever was um, trying to block him, but you know they called a foul of, of offensive foul, which led to those three free throw shots, which you know tied the game up in the end. And I thought if if Christians were going to go down, it would be their fault for not calling the challenge on, on that play. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why they they never called the challenge.
1: But mm, I mean, it's, it's interesting you get all those veterans, you know, when it's Curry making those plays. People now just whatever and same with LeBron with some of his uh, awards, you know, they they get the rub of the green, but so, you know, uh, potentially was a a bit of a 50-50 call. So, yeah, definitely uh, a few refs that had some eye patches on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be Utah Jazz. Now, I I think both of these teams would have matched up quite well to Utah. Um, I know Utah has their big man in the front, Rudy Gobert, that's uh, been a defensive force for them this season and previous seasons, but I thought that Grizzlies would match up to them well with, with their Valentinus in the middle and um, Ja Morant at the back, but I think similar to Golden State, um, Utah Jazz have a lot of three-point shooters, and having Gobert in the, in the middle, I think it's a little bit of an upgrade to Golden State Warriors, do, do you agree with that, or...
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you look back to when when the Warriors kind of first made their couple of runs, you know, they had one center, they they had a center who was good, like Andrew Boger You know, you need that that mix of of tall, sort of gritty defenders and guys who can post up, um, to, to spread the floor. Um, and I think I think Utah have have more offensive, um, uh, a little bit more power uh, spread evenly throughout the the roster that allows them to also have Gobert to. To, you know, spread the defenders and and really make the defense think. So, um, uh, still going to be exciting. Is um, Donovan Mitchell? Is he healthy? Because if he's healthy, is it Moran versus Mitchell? You know, that's that's going to be a, a good little battle there as well.
0: You know, coming back to Golden like, State worries. Um, you mentioned um, Andrew Bogut, and that reminded me of the first championship they had, 2015, and they had their core. This team this year was probably similar to that, bar Clay Thompson because he's injured. But I'm talking about. Steph Curry and Jeremy Green but they've got a different they've got different role players around them now if you look at that 2015 team they had the likes of like you said Andrew Bogart they Livingston Sean Livingston it was a, a, a Iguodala there then Andre Iguodala was there and um, Harrison Barnes Harrison Barnes yes. yeah, yeah yeah so so that was pretty much that, that was more of an evenly spread out team for to help Curry out because you know it, you, you, you wonder about Golden State Warriors season this year thinking how much help curry doesn't have and how much far and how far they got mm. so and it's probably why i feel like the memphis Grizzlies de- deserve to win that game considering how hard they play then because they haven't been you know they've been trying all season to try to get into the playoffs mm. you know jump right there but nah that's um it's, it's interesting it's interesting to see how gonna state warriors bounce back next year because obviously clay thompson will, will be back and that, that that'll be a big part but i don't think that be enough they probably need others to either step up or do some trades or do some signings they probably need a couple more um or maybe one more the veteran mm. because like i said there's st- the role players are still young huh?
1: yeah yeah they had that center that young center but he got he had that season ending injury as well so i think they got a few good big men younger not veterans but if they were really to get a veteran uh center or, or bigger guy to help then yeah that'll they'll definitely um they'll be one to watch next season with Clayback as well mm.
0: and and how do you feel about andrew wiggins because that guy has always been touted as to have potential every year and he's never quite got there like never quite i mean he show he shows he shows sparks of it he shows a little here and there but he's inconsistent mm. especially especially today's game and Compared to his play against the LA Lakers, he, he had a much better game there. But he was—he disappeared for the last ten minutes, uh, last five minutes in the fourth quarter against LA. He was—he—he he, was—he was scoreless. So he's a guy that needs to step up. But do you think that a guy like Andrew Wiggins, he needs to be uh, nurtured again to get to his full potential? And the—the the thing is, I don't think that Golden State will have the time to do that for him. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think I think it depends. You know, it depends what happens next next season. Um, I feel like he's definitely a bit of a like a confidence player. If if there's something that dents his confidence, like he he can go missing, and I think he's done. But um, you know, when you got clay back, and if you've got him in a in a constant uh, maybe like winning environment, or you know they they did well this season, but I think if there's a different different vibe and if they have different sort of things to play for. Uh, I feel like he might be a little more consistent. I mean, he was the same when he was at it was at Minnesota, right, with Carl Anthony Towns. Um, always, always kind of on the cusp, but never reached it. And you can argue that Minnesota was probably different culture, but um, yeah, he might only have one more season uh, potentially at Golden State to to kind of show what he can do before they they might want to move him on.
0: Yeah, be interesting to see his journey becomes. Um next year but no man um so two days ago your Boston Celtics played uh the Washington Wizards for the for the seventh seed in the east and they won that game which was surprisingly because I think a lot of people wrote the Boston Celtics off did you watch the game
1: um yep yeah yeah. and I'm I'm not gonna lie I was one of those guys who was going for the Wizards (laughs) for some reason I felt like if they lost and went the other other side of the card it could be easier for them but um I, th- I feel like my, my assessment of the season is, is you know, when you've expected them to, to show up and win, they haven't, and when you've kind of expected them to just not even sort of be in it, they've, they've always gone against what, what people would think, so, and I think this is another prime example of it where, I don't know, I felt like they probably weren't going to win, and then Tatum shows up and drops 50 and Kimber gets 29 to support him, so, man, I mean, they're just, they're confusing confusing me man
0: <laughs> yeah so they've got um brooklyn nets which is an interesting one because if i think about the history between these two teams even in the um in the business side of things you, you can remember that uh when kevin garnett and paul pierce were at, were at boston and they got dealt to um to to brooklyn for a whole bunch of draft picks you know that took everyone by surprise but you know, ended up, another year ended up, Boston had all these, all these draft picks at, at their disposal to make up a, you know, a championship team. But then it all went to shit, you know, it all went to shit after a few years and now they've gone, you know, they've got the team that they've got now. It's, and it looks like everything was going downhill. And then to have a result like they did getting back into the playoffs, it's like, okay, now these guys have some life left in them. So... <laughs> So, so I think like this matchup between the Nets will be interesting.
1: Yeah, I think it's um, you know, people always say it, like you know playoffs are are a different beast, and um, you know, Wizards be Beal and and Westbrook, you know, they got they got playoff experience, but outside of them, I'm not too familiar with how many of those other Wizards players been to the playoffs before. Um, you know, the Celtics, they've been there, what three of the past four seasons. You know coming up short but they've always made it to the playoffs and uh, i i can see this uh series against Brook- brooklyn going one of two ways um it's either going to be a walk in a park i'd say six games four two to to brooklyn um you know if they're big three click and if if they can completely sort of you know limit the celtics um and there's a few interesting things from from that playing game that i want to touch on but you know, it's either going to be a walk in the park four-two to Brooklyn, or um, you know, a lot of the other key parts to help Kimba and Tatum are going to step up, um, and they could cause an upset, and it could even go to seven games. Um, but I still don't think that they can win. Um, in order for the Celtics to win, you know, you would need because you know Brooklyn don't have great defense; um, they're always going to outscore you, so. You're gonna need Williams to not be injured. The young center who's been great for the Celtics. You know, gonna need Marcus Smart. He's the master disruptor. Um, you got them two, and then you got Kyrie on Kimber, which is gonna be awesome. Um, and then you just put Tatum. You put Tatum on on KD, and for me, those are gonna be the two matchups um, in that playing game. Uh, I think it was like 15 free throws. You know, Tatum went to the line 15 times. He's never done that. Well, I think he's only done it two other times a season in both games. He got like 50 and 63. So, I mean, if they can't stop him and Kimba and even Fournier have a, a bit of a night, that, that's the only way that the Celtics are going to compete with Brooklyn. Um, and you got Marcus Smart maybe disrupting Harden and then, you know, KD and Tatum uh, and Kimba and Kyrie. That's the only way the Celtics are going to have a shot.
0: So uh, the Nets bring out the, the, the broom then.
1: I mean, I, I don't know how many times Brooklyn, uh, the Big Three, have played together this season, right? Like that—that's that, the other talking point. Is is people, everyone knows that Kyrie doesn't like being second fiddle. He he wants his own team. So, if they can coexist for a ring, they're gonna walk. They're gonna walk through this Eastern Conference if they can coexist. If they happen to fall apart, or if someone. Gets injured. Hopefully not. You never want to see a team lose because of injury. You know they they're going through if if those big three can coexist.
0: Yeah, because the Brooklyn Nets have a similar story to the LA Lakers, where they have in, had injuries through the season, and sort of disrupted their um, starting their starting fives throughout throughout the throughout the season. So they were chopping and changing, and you didn't have you didn't have Durant in the beginning of the season then he came back and then the next week they never hardened for most of the season and you know so it was in and out sort of thing and then and then they go on and and sign um a Blake Griffin in and LaMarcus Aldridge now LaMarcus Aldridge is retired so you know there's all these um chopping and changing going on and he, and this will be the first time they have to be serious in playing in the playoff game all three of them and the and the rest of the role players so it depends on how they adjust and how they, their the chemistry is because I know it's been it's going to be off. Whereas, you know, Boston's been there and done that with, with their core, you know, so I think you're right. I think if the key players for Boston, like Kimball Walker and Aj- Jason Tatum, you know, those guys are, are the big key for them.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, Katie and Tatum, I feel like those those two are going to partner up. Uh, uh, that's going to be amazing. That's that's going to be a massive back and forth. Um, we, we all know Harden doesn't like to defend, so... You know, he, he's going to be the weak lick on, de, uh, on defense for me. We know Kyrie loves to de- defend, so that's going to be fun. But, you know, outside of them three, like, who, who are the other starting two? You know, do, do they start Blake Griffin and De'Andre Jordan? You know, do they get the Clippers connection back or so that those are the only other things I'm not familiar with who, who they're going to start or are they going to go small ball, um, you know, and do they get like gritty defenders because they're just going to need people to defend Kimba and, um, and Tatum maybe Fournier but yeah they got they got less threats that they have to worry about defending but they just have to defend if Tatum has a 50 point game
0: hey Adam I am trying to get your thoughts on the whole um because the the play-in tournament's done and the playoffs are set now I'm trying to get your thoughts on the whole playoff tournament or play-in tournament and what you think of it all
1: yeah there's a there's a couple of um there's a couple of guys in my office we all, we all talk about the NBA and the, and the playing tournaments and it's a bit mixed um I think it's a positive thing because you, you get less teams t- purposefully tanking, I think. Um, and and I think, and it could just be in a COVID, COVID era, but I feel like it creates more competitiveness. And um, it's good for us as an audience to be able to see that competitiveness all the way through to the end, right? So no one in the playoff tanked. Uh, everyone wanted to try to get into the play-in
0: um no no one on playoff ex except the la clippers yeah exactly <laughs> and they're already in the playoffs so
1: yeah you can take once you're in but no one tanks because you know you have up to you know 10 11 12 teams trying to make it in that top 10. Uh, if you're already in you can manipulate and tank to to get in a better position to avoid certain teams but um yeah so there's teams on the cusp um and even miami right they were like because the east was so close they probably had they've got a bit of momentum, but I think they managed to claw all their way up to what fourth or fifth so um and you know same thing as the wizards you know Russell Westbrook went on a tear Bradley bill they went on a tear to get up and I just think it bring, brings out more on players but you know the other side of it is player welfare and things like that but yeah it's it's interesting I know LeBron was vocal about it once his team started slipping he wasn't too keen on it but yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i think that also and i i was listening to another nba podcast and they were talking about the the playing tournament being an incentive to not to tank if you're bottom just like you said or or but they were worried about the incentive to tank when you're in the playoffs Mm. right for playoff positioning Mm. now some ideas came up in their podcast and they talked about if you're if you were one two and three seed you'd have the option to choose your opponent for the first round mm. out of uh four five six seven eight who are you gonna who are you gonna play against yeah so that was interesting like that would make sure that the people at the top don't tank mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man so um we uh, agreed to come on this podcast to talk for half an hour because of the blues game about is about to start sweet uh, <laughs> so uh, i'm trying to get your prediction for this game so the blues are playing who they're playing uh with the, the, the World size now if it's going to be like last week, we're going to, have to see a score of 101, 103 to 106 or something like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, just got to look at the TAB and I think it's like $21 for the Waratahs to even win. So I think that pretty much <laughs> you know, what people think. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be, I don't know if it'll be a blowout. The two games last night were pretty good. Um, produced, mm. they were competitive, but I think the Blues should win comfortably. mm. Mm-hmm.
0: We had James, uh, the, the boys on the counter had had James Marshall on. Yeah. And he said something that was pretty important to think about. Like, so, if New Zealand teams are going to be dominant, you know, going to win every single game against Australian teams, then it's all going to come down to points in the end. Yeah. So, if your team can manage to get those five, maximum five points every single week, you've got a good chance of getting into the, the finals. Now, I know last week it was a close game between the Chiefs, with their opponent and Crusaders. Now they've only got four points on their, mm. so so they're like coming, I, mean, I think fourth and fifth.
1: It's like a flip of uh Aotearoa. The yeah. So that,
0: yeah.
1: Well, and
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yep. Just gotta. Those five points are really are real important. Mm. If you want to be in the finals, I think.
1: Yeah. Yep. Because Blues are first now at the moment, aren't they? Or second.
0: Yeah, I took a photo of that. I took a photo of that and I'm gonna, you know, f- probably frame it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, now, nah, um, who the Chiefs got um, t- tonight?
1: Uh, Reds. I think it's the Reds at home. So it should be a good okay.
0: One. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it should be a good one. They should be able to, uh, f- fussy them because unless they put on the team, because they didn't put it on the 18 last week, I don't think. Yeah, we'll
1: when, see. Chiefs' yeah. mana. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Okay Adam, thanks for coming on board. Thanks bro. Have a good one. You too. Bye.
1: Bye.